Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. Well, Melissa, I have been back into playing tennis pretty regularly. Good, that's good. Things have kind of like moved into a routine. Um, and I love tennis. I've been playing tennis for years. I know it. And I started back in my USTA league, which is like it's competitive tennis, but it was like amateur competitive tennis. I mean, like you want to win, but it's not the end of the world. And then you usually go drink beers after. <laughs> that sounds like my kind so, of tennis. Yeah, it's good. So I was in a match this weekend and... We, my partner and I, it was a great match. I mean, the ball was back and forth. The teams were evenly matched. We were having a great time, right? And we were playing a set point, which means that if we won that point, we won the set. And in that case, if we had won that set, we had won the match. So it was a match point, now that I think about it. It was a big deal point, right? It's a really big deal point. Right? And for those of you that don't know tennis, tennis is kind of a fun game in the scoring because you get these opportunities to like win the entire thing. But then if you miss that point, like then you have to get two more points to win. Right. Right. Like it. I mean, it just like the back. If you miss one of those key points, the whole thing sort of like falls apart, falls apart. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. So here I am. We're in the match point playing for that set. The ball's going back and forth. And I knew this team from playing that day. I knew that if I dropped that ball short in the court, they were going to pop it up because they'd been doing it all night. So I sliced a nice little backhand short. The, the opponent ran up. They popped that ball up. And it's like when that ball comes up and it just gets lobbed to you like softball lobbed your eyes become like cartoon eyes you're like oh my god there it is right and the thing's just floating in slow motion and you like go back and get set to just just rip that ball through like the ground right like i was just going to hit the crap out of that ball and i was going to win and it was going to win the match and it was going to be so awesome right and the entire time I'm thinking that that ball is just still floating there and I go back and I smack that ball and it goes straight down into the net and we lose that point. <laughs> what did your cartoon eyes do then? <laughs> uh, I just like looked at the ground and hung my head in shame and walked back. But that happens all the time in tennis. Like in tennis, it's the funniest thing because you get an opportunity and you have this just like grandiose expectation about what's going to happen. And you play through like you play through the point and the celebration and everything in like a split second. It's over. And then you and then you screw it up like every time or it just doesn't happen the way you think it's going to happen. Right? Do you know, that's actually <laughs> just like being a salesperson. It's exactly <laughs> like being a salesperson the entire month. You're just like on the ragged edge, right? Until the 30th yeah. or the very last day of the month. And, and it could, you don't know what's going what's gonna to happen. Like you don't know what's going to happen. And, you're, and then when you win, you celebrate and you celebrate. 
but then it's the first of the month and you're back to the zero. very next day, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're the very next day you're back to zero. <laughs> well, I think it's really interesting to talk about outcomes and your expected outcomes, right? Yeah. Because yeah. like my experience in in just simply playing the game of tennis is a lot of times when I go back for those kinds of shots and I have these expectations, they almost never come true. Right. right? And sometimes yeah. when I go and hit a ball and I have no expectation, uh, it works out well, a lot better most of the time, which yeah. is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th so, I, yeah. Think, I think that I think that what we're talking about here is outcomes and expectations and the combination thereof. <laughs> and I think like for me, because I too am a really competitive person, um, not in tennis. I'm a, not a good tennis player. In sales. <laughs> in sales, like really bad. Um, not, I, I may, be, may be getting a little more relaxed in my, in my advanced age. Yeah. But um, early on, that I would really set such extremely, in, such extreme expectations for certain outcomes. And when they didn't happen, it would be devastating. Mm -hmm. Like I would be so emotionally wrought um, over not getting what I had in my mind pictured was an absolutely sure thing. Yeah. And, and I always say now, like expectations are resentments waiting to happen. One of my coaches used to say that to me, Susan. And, and I just at first I would be like, oh, I, don't, I don't like when she says that. However, it's so true. Like mm. a lot of times we set ourselves up, you know, where we just get like super interested in something like super, we just play it in our minds over and over again. We don't, we're not really checking in with ourselves. We're just in our own heads. Like this is going to happen. And we get all this energy and momentum going and then boom, nothing. It doesn't work. And we're just, just kind of devastated. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I think that that, you know, like as you're talking about outcomes, it's like those are there's like certain outcomes that we do try to plan all the time. And I think we don't even really realize that we're doing that a lot of the mm -hmm. times. Yeah. The other thing I think is interesting about outcomes is a lot of times we set them right. Like I think this is going to happen. Yeah. But the amount of control you have over those things mm. is really low. Right. Yeah. Like I see that in a work context a lot. Like. Like, hey, we've got this whole plan. We expect this to happen. But then the amount of control we actually have over customers and the market and mm -hmm. all these different moving parts is surprisingly low. So yeah, when we don't maybe hit our mark, we blame ourselves when in reality, there's so many other things happening there that that's kind of a misattribution. Oh, that's so true. I do a lot of strategic planning with my clients and I'm just like kind of thinking about what you're talking about right now because we're just coming off of strategic planning season where everybody is trying to get their whole game plan set for their company for the next year and sometimes even further out than that. And you're right, like now we're talking about expectations of whole groups of people and expectations and outcomes based on what? Feelings? Yeah. Ideas? Um, yep. theory. <laughs> so why is it that we were, there's such a, why is it that we have such a strong need to set really strong outcomes and how disappointing it is when we don't hit them? Isn't that an interesting thing? It is interesting. It makes me think about 
the idea of an outcome maybe versus a dream or a fantasy mm. or mm-hmm. like a really grand plan, right? <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, in my tennis example, I expected to hit the ball super awesome and win the point, right? Yeah. But, yeah, that's pretty like simple, yeah. a simple expectation. Yeah. Uh, I've only hit 40,000 of the same ball. <laughs> this one just happened to go in the net. Um <laughs> But then we have other expectations like I expect to be retired by the time I'm 50 or I yeah. expect people, I be, I expect my children to behave in a certain way. I expect that doesn't to, happen. <laughs> I expect to go into Target and buy the three things that I went in there to buy and that's it. <laughs> so expectations are kind of like a continuum. There's some like real just like on the ground kind of expectations, right? Yeah. And then there's really big expectations, which almost move into something more like a fantasy, right? Like, yeah. Like you maybe are just wishing or hoping something's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. I think it's interesting to bring in the whole notion of the self awareness journey right in this point, though. You know, as we're talking about like setting expectations in our brain, there has to be a connection, right, between how you feel about something as you're setting that target and what that outcome should be. Like you, you know, there's, there's, there's got to be a feeling check in there. Like sometimes we create these wild things in our head, like you're saying the word fantasy, and that, that's true. And then we actually know that they're not going to be, we're not going to be able to hit them. Like mm-hmm. we know that, and yet we force feed ourselves this idea that, well, if we just try harder. <laughs> yeah. You know, we can. Yeah. It's like we're yeah. in our heads a lot. It's like we're in our heads a lot. <laughs> well, it's it is the idea, okay, so like this idea that we have these expectations if they if we don't meet them, we you know, get upset, we judge ourselves about them. But then setting those expectations, you have to be realistic about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And where that line is for different people is 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 interesting because like in one way, like what you're saying is like, hey, if I expect nothing yeah. to happen, nothing good, nothing I just nothing good, nothing bad. passive about everything. Yep. Well the fear is that then I'll never achieve anything. Yes. Right. Yep. That would be, I think, our cultural fears. Like, hey, if you're not setting goals and right. if you're not really reaching for the stars and right. you know you're not going big, then you're never going to achieve anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that that's true. Actually, no. I know that that's not true. Right. 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 <laughs> it's all the relationship with our own internal. It's our own. It's our own makeup, though, isn't it? It's like it's our own yep. expectations of ourselves as we're pushing these outcomes out. And how many yep. times are we setting these outcomes and expectations um, because we care about what other people see? Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's a really good point. It's more like an external thing than mm-hmm. an internal thing. Right. And, and I think what happens then a lot of the times is we start to try to really control, like we're trying to control everything in that way again. And we just know there's really no such thing as controlling a lot of those outcomes there really isn't we really Mm -hmm. feel like there is if we just push harder if we just think about it more if we just do more planning if we just force people into thinking the way that we think or we sell people on the way we want this to look 
then we can mm -hmm. really manually get there. Yep. Yeah. You said another thing that's really interesting about external, right? Mm -hmm. it, it made me think of uh, last weekend we watched The Breakfast Club. Oh my gosh, right. I love remember that. that. Movie? Of course I do. <laughs> do I remember it? Silly. And the whole thing, one of the things about The Breakfast Club movie is that <laughs> like, they're all stereotypes, obviously, right? Yeah. And they're all expected to think and behave in a particular stereotypical way. Yes. You know, you've got the jock and the nerd and yeah. the, yeah. uh, the, goth the princess, girl. right? The goth, like, <laughs> yeah. You've got them all there and they all expect, they're all expected to act the same way. And the moral, I guess, of the Breakfast Club is that, that they don't, like they don't yeah. have to, they can break those expectations, right? Yeah. Which. Yeah. That's it's so interesting. interesting. And so, but you can see in that movie that even those characters, they feel pressure to stay in their expectation. They sure do. Self-pressure right? self as well as social yep. pressure. Yep. Yeah. That's really interesting. You know, we're, we're talking a lot about, you know, our own, what we expect for expectations, like positive, negative, like um, they happen, they don't happen, our outcomes that we want are achieved or not achieved. But then, um, and, and we have a certain relationship inside of us, ourselves with, that, with those things. But then, what about outcomes that happen to or around us that we didn't even know was a, were a thing? Yeah. <laughs> well, so let's, let's chat about this very project, the self-awareness <laughs> journey. Because yeah. you and I... You, the last podcast we talked about our startup Corology that we had a few years ago, right? Right. Yep. And I bet if we go listen to that, all we're going to hear is a whole ton of expectation <laughs> around what that thing was gonna oh, be. Yeah. And it wasn't, right? Yes, exactly. So when you and I came together again to yeah. work on the self awareness journey, yeah. We <laughs> sat down and we were so intentional intentional about the expectation, right? Yes. And we were specifically not like, hey, what's our big grand expectation of this project? It was all around staying extremely grounded yeah. to say, hey, we have no expectation. Right. Our, we're going to make some podcasts, we're going to see what happens. Right. We're going to make some videos, we're going to see what happens. We're not putting expectations and then as soon as you and I got into our businessy person planning mode, yep. where we started putting yes. the expectations on the whiteboard, yeah. all the energy shut down. Yes, immediately. And that's why <laughs> that's earlier so I was true. saying that that you don't have to have big grand plans in order to create great work or yeah. produce. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, in expectations like social pressure expectations, as soon as our circles of influence heard that we were working on something together, boom, mm -hmm. everybody started asking questions. What are you going to do? What's happening? Like, because they know what kind of stuff we make. And I yep. think there was a huge expectation around that. And, and we hired a publicist. And the publicist is like, well, what's your goal? And we're like, well, we don't, we don't really have, we just want to gain, we just want to gain a tribe of like-minded people. That's really what we want. And she's like, uh-huh. Yeah, but, but what, what are you going to do then? <laughs> we're like, we don't know. We and don't know. <laughs> and that was not, yeah, just as, and that wasn't a popular answer. It's never a popular answer. No, 
<laughs> no. Yeah, when I told told some of my business colleagues about this project, the first thing, oh, you guys are starting a business? Uh-huh. No, we're not starting a business. It's not a business. We don't know. We're, we don't know. <laughs> and we keep saying, we keep saying that it's not a business. This is an art project. We're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, Go we listen really to the podcast. Are. You'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, so to me, as an artist, when I know I want to create something, the, the act of creation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Those expectations are really hard on art. Yes. They're really hard on the art of creation because you get so in your head about what you think something should mm. be yeah. that it pretty much cripples you, right? Yep. Yes. And if one little bead is off, then it seems like it should yep. be scrapped or it's a failure. Yeah. I I did a lot of volunteering at the elementary school as my kids were going through um, in art, right? Mm. And the kids the kids would do these projects and then they'd, they'd mess it up a little bit and they'd be so devastated. It's like, oh, I screwed it up and they'd like crimp, crimp, crinkle up the entire piece of paper. Mm. And it was always so heartbreaking. And I'd always tell the kids, there's no wrong way to do art. Sometimes those mistakes are the best thing that could have happened to, yeah. to your yeah. piece of art. Yeah, it's really true. You know, I, I really like this idea of staying in the energy of creating it instead of instead of pushing your energy towards its conclusion um, mm-hmm. because it keeps the energy more open, right? It's like it, it allows movement. It allows for all sorts of unintended consequences and outcomes as well. Like we just had this week mm-hmm. the exact same thing as you're talking about the self-awareness journey. Um, you and I have, have been building this wonderful thing for us to learn from and hoping that other people can learn too and really focusing on individual development. Like this is a really, this is for us, like you and I, this is for us, it's for other people. And we've been focusing on it that way when suddenly we got approached by one of our corporate clients and they said, Mm -hmm. we love this work. We want you guys to curate a whole corporate plan around the self-awareness journey for us <laughs> yep. right was, out of the blue like like right we were sitting down to do the podcast then all of a sudden yeah you're like yeah hey wait this thing just happened like what yeah. are you even talking about i know so like there's an outcome <laughs> we had absolutely no plan about we had no intention and yet what a beautiful outcome and what a beautiful idea so we yeah. were just like rock sideways about that outcome and, and because it came in and we hadn't even considered, we hadn't considered that. Yep. So two things about that particular incident for me, um, incident, I call it an incident. So like an incident. It's like an awesome thing that happened. <laughs> Speaking of that horrible accident where a huge opportunity fell into our lap. Uh, there's two emotions that I felt like first I was you know, obviously like really excited and proud of the work yeah. we were doing. Like, wow, someone noticed they, yeah, yeah. it resonates with them. They want to do it. And then my second wave was like, oh, now, now we actually have to make something yep. for somebody yeah. for money. Yeah. And right there, that last word is the expectation. It's like, wait, no, our project doesn't have expectations around it. Yeah. That's part of its magic. We had a, then, we had a day and, and a half of being sideways. In. Yeah. 
we couldn't do any like we were just completely yep yep, yep. uh yep. stopped like in our tracks yeah like it was it well, was kind of, it was amazing to to like observe i would say we weren't stopped in our tracks what we actually did is we left the trail that we've been on and we tried to find the corporate development trail like we had done in the past and we did a whole tried to do a whole planning session and we just got we just got over our skis in expectation and a little bit of stress. Mm-hmm. You know, because we immediately went into, wait, all of our energy around this, oh my gosh, we must be wrong because look at someone else loved it. <laughs> we should <Yeah>. change <laughs> we should change everything. And then after and then we kind of got over that. Like I mean, it took about a day and a half, but we got over it. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, wait mm-hmm. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And you had framed it in a really different way. And then we were like kind of back on. We were back on. And and what's so wonderful about this too is not only um, did this client have interest in it, but this client had interest in it fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like so there wasn't a, there's not a lot of time for us to wander around and create more expectations and to create, you know, strong uh, concerns for outcomes not being perfect. I mean, there just isn't time for that. And that's actually helping us stay open in the mind of the creation. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so it, I like the idea that even if something unexpected in a positive way happens, yeah. it still knocks you off balance for a little while. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And and I think, you know, if we're honest, I think that when an unexpected outcome comes to us, and in this case it was a, it was a beautiful, really awesome one, it the energy that kind of rocked us was we did not have the control. We did not push mm, that mm-hmm. expectation. We didn't push that out, outcome at all. Um, that outcome was a natural byproduct of some of the other things that we had done, but we weren't thinking about that. So we felt out of control. Mm-hmm. We felt out of control. So if other people's expectations of us make us feel like we're not in control. Like, think about that. Mm-hmm. How often does that happen to you just on a personal level Yeah. every day? We're talking about a big project here, but if you just bring that down to like, oh, I know. other people expect me to act in a certain way, I don't, or I don't want to, or I yeah. don't like the expectation of that. Yeah. It's, it's, that's real. We all have that. We all yeah. have that. And I think... As we've been talking in previous podcasts, we talk a lot about validation, getting validation, external validation. Well, mm-hmm. that's it's right here, isn't it? It's like, I expect you to do this for me. And if you do this for me, then I will validate you and say, good job. Thank you mm-hmm. for being a part of this house. Thank you for being a part of this work team. And there it is. It is a it is a really interesting thing to think about other people's expectations on the front end of that. And what does that do to you? What does that do to me? And sometimes if someone expects something of me and then I don't do it, Mm -hmm. then I feel guilty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's the judgment part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or shame. I always do that. Why can I never? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Why can't I ever put the dishes in the dishwasher? (laughs) (laughs) Why can't I ever Not that that's shut a conversation. the <laughs> Why can't I ever shut the cupboard door all the way? 
Well, this is an interesting. This is an interesting talk, topic to talk about what we believe our expectations for ourselves and for things that we're a part of, and and how we try to muscle and control outcomes of things. And sometimes they're really not the right outcomes, and we know they aren't, but we still push them because we feel like we're supposed to have some sort of expectation in the queue, or we're not producing. Mm-hmm. And and then we have outcomes that happen to us that are so unexpected. And that rocks us too because we haven't been in our minds trying to control all of that. It's very interesting to think about that in the day-to-day, just in in living, day-to-day, just straight-up regular living. Yep. Yep. And so maybe we just suggest that everyone try to relax some of those expectations, right? Yeah. not saying like don't do anything, don't sit on the couch all day, but like just like release some of your expectations and just see... Yeah. Where life takes you. Yeah. And I even think like, take out a sheet of paper and, and like, take your own inventory. Like what expectations are you living with that you're creating Mm -hmm. and, and are they right for you? Like, do they feel right even like, do they exist or are they just existing in your picture of your brain, but not, not how you, you, in your feelings, you know that you're never like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds by Christmas, you know, stuff like that. It's like, those yeah. things sit in the background and they constantly play that tape over and over again. And we know in our hearts that it's not likely that's going to happen or it's not really actually meant for us. But we just mm-hmm. continually play those loops over and over again, creating even stronger and stronger expectations. So then when the outcome isn't that, we feel really bad. So it'd be interesting just to take your own uh you know, think about what kinds of thing that you normally expect in your life and just check in with yourself. Are they really right? And I like what you said. It's like, it's perfectly fine to take your foot off the gas a little bit. It's perfectly fine to do that and not, not push yourself so hard. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, Share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.